0: Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres and you're listening to the show before the show.
1: And I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And with us we have...
1: A 144,000 cat army strong!
0: Oh no, they're running in different directions and (laughs) ruining my couch.
1: A bunch of them got distracted by balls of foil.
0: (laughs) Oh first of all i want to say thank you to Paige for bringing this fantastic episode and secondly uh thank you to everyone that we met and and didn't meet who came to uh roast battle uh yes, on, on halloween um Paige's opponent either mr flight or had her flight canceled I it don't got know. canceled okay. it got canceled it wasn't it her fault canceled. it
1: was the the world of the airport was against her that day
0: yeah and plus all my friends in austin are talking about how there's tornado warnings right now
1: jeez
0: so yeah, things over there are not great, and I will be heading there in a couple of days. Oh, have fun! Christ, uh, yeah, I don't know that I can, but uh, I filled in, and Paige and I roasted each other. We we wrote jokes with two hours of lead time, yep. and uh, that was a fun fucking battle.
1: It was very very fun. Very, very fun. I'd also like to thank in advance the army of cats that will defend us in the Battle of Armageddon. Thank you for your service.
0: Absolutely.
1: Happy to serve you meat cereal while you train to be our defenders.
0: Fuck, that is what it is. Yep. Yeah. All pet food is meat cereal. Meat cereal. Oh, disgusting. And uh <laughs> before we hop into this very fun episode. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash cultpodcast um, Where we are now where We have been slowly pushing back and putting in new episodes of uh, The Speculation Zone And, uh, you know, once Paige and I aren't so busy, we'll get on a regular schedule for that again um, Another one
1: coming up soon, though
0: Yeah, 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 yeah And uh, a very fun series coming for you next um, But, yeah, I think think that's everything oh and then check out paige on uh uh uh, on ship hits the fan now she's producing uh that show for friend of the show charlotte mcgrath writing they they,
1: they have another producer i'm just writing scripts of like i think people might want to know about this kind of dog that they brought with them on the boat
0: (laughs) cats and dogs the Paige wesley special yes but yes, go check that out if you have not already. And without further ado, let's hop into the show.
1: Meow.
0: Meow. Meow. That's a cat. Don't drink this.
1: All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always, these These are are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And I'm Armando Torres.
1: And with us we have the Egyptian goddess Bustet.
0: Whoa, Bustet? Like Bustet. Like like bust like bust? No, B-A-S-T-E-T. Bastet. Like bust? No. Nope. Like like wait, like bust or like bust. And neither. For audio listeners, because that's all of you. <laughs> I was I'm, gonna say you keep doing this. It's a visual joke. <laughs> I keep raise I keep going bust and I raise two hands to my titties, or I go or bust, and then I fucking bust. Pretend to jerk off. Yeah. You know, like an no, adult. No, I'm not pretending to jerk off, I'm pretending to come.
1: Like a big boy, like, uh, like you're trying man. to make eggs.
0: I really quick, so stupid, but I, uh, <laughs> my coworker John Holland, who he and I are both in, uh, Face Jams Trucked Up, premiering 11, uh, 11th, uh, November 17th. Uh, we, he tweeted out that horny Twitter was arguing that the hand job is overrated. <laughs> Uh, I
1: thought this has been established for a long time. I thought everyone knew handjobs were overrated.
0: Well, here's the thing. It can't be over... This is what uh, Lawrence said. uh, uh, Former Funhouse member, current awesome guy, Lawrence Sontag was like, uh, it can't be overrated because it's... uh, (laughs) It's like the the it's the, the hand job is the sex act of the people and I called it a working class orgasm.
1: Wait, what how why what why is it what?
0: It's the it's the thing that everyone can do.
1: Except people who don't have hands.
0: It's the thing most people can do. It's the blue collar You know what most people have bust. even
1: if they don't have hands, mouths.
0: You know what everyone has? Assholes. So I anal. mean that's true too anal is well actually
1: i mean there are people who have medical conditions where it's not important <laughs> this has nothing to do with the episode
0: oh, anyway. anyway so we've got a busty goddess
1: right 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 Bastet.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: yeah so this is uh an interesting one uh we haven't had one like this in a long time i think the last time we truly had an episode like this was the first time we talked about, uh, the Sloan woods nine, where the bulk of the story is based in one article. And I have done some like other picking around to find some other things, but the bulk of this episode is going to be based on an article uh, by a guy named Bob. I believe it's pronounced Smaitana, um, who, by the way, uh, Just in case you're like hey one source like come on uh he's an award-winning religion reporter who has reported for USA Today the Washington Post like a bunch of people I found his like bio on the Pulitzer website so like we're gonna let him have his one article and argue that he did a lot of research for it um But that article is called Apocalypse Meow. How a cult that believes cats are divine beings ended up in Tennessee from Nashville scene.
0: (laughs) I love I know what I know what you mean and I know what the job is. But Mm. religious reporter to me is just like this just in God still good. Read all (laughs) about it.
1: God still in the sky. Uh, I think one of the things that kind of sold me on like should we allow this as a source is that he's actually best known for his coverage of both Islam and Islamophobia, Hmm. where he did a bunch of hard hitting reporting on like, Hey, here's the reality of the Islamophobia happening in our country right now. And also here are some of the crazy things that are going on in the world of Islam right now. And I'm like, Hey, if you, uh, a person who writes about religion is also willing to write about like the non-christian stuff i'm gonna give you a, a bit more leeway
0: i'm just imagining i'm you. just imagining his editor being like bobby i need pictures of the prophet muhammad and he's like "Ooh, b- boss, <laughs> Whoa, actually uh, actually that's the one thing we can't do bud he's like spider-man that way um, <laughs> so. bobby i'm looking at these pictures are you the prophet muhammad <laughs> Why is the prophet
1: Muhammad hanging from a lamppost? Um, <laughs> this is terribly offensive. I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, oh, if I could say that I'm going to fuck Jesus Christ or whatever, or like fucking eat his body. It, look, we're equal opportunity. Hey, we're going to get to that later in this episode, okay? <laughs> yeah. What I'm trying to say is I'm going to every hell, every hell that there is from every religion. I'll meet you there. I... Uh...
1: If memory serves, there might not be. Uh-huh. I don't know. We honestly, we got to do more Islamic cults. Yeah,
0: I'm. We've not. That.
1: We've done theosophy to death. We've done a ton of Christianity cults, Catholic cults, Mormons, all of it. We have not done a ton of Islamic cults. I'll I'll look for. I'll look through the files. I'll see what we have got. Interesting. That could be very interesting. Anyway. Here are some of our other sources, <laughs> aside from Apocalypse Meow.
0: God fucking damn it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I've been sitting on this one for a long time because I find it really, really amusing. Uh-huh. And it, But it was one of those ones where it was like, it's just a one hitter. There's no way there's more than one episode here. Especially because... Not a ton of other information but yeah it's also are... it's also
0: like you were like it's a cult of people who worship cats and think that the world is gonna end and it's like D- that's just reddit homie that's, <laughs> that's just... just
1: everyone' sitting at home right now
0: yeah exactly
1: so I also have there's assorted Facebook groups and posts from former members talking about their experience a lot of those are referenced in the article so if you're looking for them, Started Apocalypse Meow <laughs> and move out Jesus from there. Christ. We're also going to be going through Genesis chapter 22. Uh, because if you thought that we weren't going to get into Abrahamic religions and cats, you're wrong. Um, and also, we have an article from EgyptianMuseum.org about Bastet, the Egyptian goddess of Bastet. Mm. Are you ready?
0: Am I ready? Our Egyptian goddess is busty as hell? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: she's got the face of a cat. So what that pussy do, girl? <laughs> <laughs> We're horrible people. She tried to give bit. me a handjob and now my dick got claw marks. <laughs> she tried to blow me, but her tongue is like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>.
0: <laughs> I we had we had anal, but I feel like it's an asterisk. Oh, stop!
1: Come anyway. on, come all on! All right, all right, all right, all right. There's a lot of moving pieces in this story. I'll provide some skepticism where appropriate, uh, because again, we only really have like a handful, like one main source, and a collection of little bits around it. And even though this group ends up in Tennessee, and that's where they get written about in Nashville scene. First, we have to start out where this group started in Washington state. Now, most of the accounts in the article come from former members. It does not specify that their names have been changed. So I don't know if these are these people's actual names or if they change them for the article, as people often do. So uh, in the article, she's referred to as uh, Michelle Lamfier, who is one of the former members of the group. She is a former follower of Ruthven, or as she was known at the time, Cheryl Walker. (laughs) Okay. Yup. Mm-hmm. You know, Cheryl. Who's your cult leader? Cheryl.
0: Cheryl. Well, clearly she has like a really like mystical last name, right? Walker.
1: Walker, uh she does she occasionally goes by cheryl ruthven or just ruthven or reverend cheryl ruthven mm. she changes it later but anyway michelle and a handful of others provide the sources for the article uh but they all met cheryl at a church called gates of praise in bellingham washington Now, Gates of Praise actually still exists. Uh, Their uh, religious leader, as it is listed online, is a woman named Debbie. However, they have a concerningly absent internet presence. (laughs) Um, Their SEO is terrible. (laughs) I really tried to find them. No luck. I found things like TripAdvisor entries for them, uh, but nothing. They seem to have no current web presence, uh, which in... 2022 in beyonce's america is Mm -hmm. unheard of
0: this is like every time i try to find one of my friends on twitter and i just like i'll end up texting them and i'm like do you not have a do you have millions of youtube subscribers and no twitter and they're like what no of course i have a twitter it's like at sexy time bomb bath underscore star wars boy (laughs) underscore 69 What are you talking X, about? X X
1: X. Yeah. Squiggle
0: squiggle squiggle. I follow you on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, cool. I thought that was a like a Russian bot, my dude. Oh, your
1: sexy time underscore bomb bath Star Wars three thousand. Wow. <laughs> of the Manhattan bomb bath <laughs> underscore Star Wars three thousands. Um.
0: You know, we were we we were underscore Steen before we came to Alice Island. <laughs> oh man
1: yeah i well and i also a bunch of people i know are leaving twitter right now yeah so you don't know if someone has left twitter or changed their twitter name to elon musk which is a hilarious (laughs) fad that's going on right now That is,
0: yeah we have a mutual friend uh uh hannah michael
1: (laughs) oh tweeting is elon musk's inner dialogue like, like inner uh what is she calling it it's inner dialogue, no. Inner monologue, inner, I think. Inner monologue, that's what it is.
0: Yeah, but it's amazing because oh. because they have a they have a verified blue check mark. <laughs> so, so it's, funny it, their name is just elon musk inner thoughts with a picture of elon musk and then a verified blue check mark it's
1: so so funny oh. but it's all stuff like me make twitter great again you see like this was <laughs> really really great um but every other person i know who's verified for like the most part a ton of them change their name to elon musk so you because you could and they're just tweeting crazy shit because they're like this is what happens when you don't monitor these things absolutely but now my feed i like i can't tell i'm just like scrolling through and i was like fuck man this guy tweets non-fucking-stop he's like worse than trump and then i look at it and i'm like oh no it's kai choice
0: <laughs> <laughs> look it's, I, it's I i not will elon <laughs> i will leave twitter if Instagram agrees to become more horny, all right? That's all that <laughs> yes. I need. That's all yes. that I need. If Instagram can stop being such a fucking prude, then Prudes I will leave. the internet leave. world. I'll leave, or if Tumblr Porn's gets its shit back together. to Tumblr. Yes, okay, bam, Porn's see? back to Tumblr. If Tumblr gets its to to shit Tumblr. together, then I'm fucking there, all right? There you go,
1: there you go. Anyway, this church has a disturbing lack of internet presence. <laughs> Uh, Which here's I mean before before pandemic I would have found it less strange but after pandemic I'm like everybody had to make a Squarespace site like we all had to do it right like how is I don't anyway.
0: You didn't have to do it, but you did have to. We also didn't have to start making Garfield earrings that we sell to each other on Etsy. <laughs> you mean
1: Garfalos? Yeah. I'm very happy about my Garfalos. <laughs> I will not have you slander them, sir.
0: Which are Garfield Juggalo earrings or uh, keychains. makeshift keychains. That's what it Garfilos. is. Garfalos. I also have earrings. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. The thing is, what I'm saying is we all got really weird during the pandemic and stopped this little part of our brain. Rain where we were like i don't want people to know how much of a freak i am it fucking turned off and we just went oh
1: i'm so fucking horny and alone yeah i mean yeah i'm back to writing romance novels like that's what the pandemic did to us yeah
0: it made us horny and alone and, and it's like we've all reverted to our teenage selves oof
1: anywho so The people interviewed for the article that used to go to Gates of Praise described the church as a small Pentecostal congregation that met on the second floor of a Sons of Norway hall. Now, I googled what a Sons of Norway hall was because I was unfamiliar and it sounded both white and dangerous. (laughs) Um (laughs) And I found out that it is a fraternal organization for people of Norwegian or Scandinavian descent Mm -hmm. uh, and also its own insurance company. Uh, But it does list on uh, their website that their mission is the promotion and preservation of the heritage and culture of Norway and other Nordic countries
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: to provide life insurance and other financial products to its members. And they are a nonprofit fraternal beneficiary society. I, mm. but whenever people are like we want to promote the nordic racism like oh is this a clan thing i don't yeah, know that's allegedly like, no yeah um, I, but can't guarantee
0: i get that it's probably fine but it's also like you're trying to promote the whitest of white my guy
1: well, and, like, no offense, Norwegians have been doing A-OK for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're doing pretty good.
0: Yeah. Oh, what? You mean those big, cold motherfuckers that could, like, if, <laughs> if they made enough of themselves could take over the world? Yeah, they're fine.
1: Yeah, them big plaid, shirty, beardy, blonde, like, the the scars guards and whatnot? Like, yeah. Oh, you,
0: you mean if the Midwest became a country? Yeah, they're fine they're okay
1: <laughs> we would appreciate their pastries and cheese if we can enter into some sort of trade agreement with the giant state of midwestern norwegian <laughs> urukai uh, whatever you guys want to do uh,
0: anyway yeah, it's fine I, I, I have, I'm not really that worried because I don't I'm not that scared of you if all of your syllables sound like burps and farts oh <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's it's not burps and farts. All of their words sound like goofy having a coughing fit. You're
1: a Kugat, the Mambo King. Uh, so- <laughs> anyway, that's where this church met. Uh is that a Sons of Norway hall. Okay. Uh so I I think you can probably guess the kind of church that we're dealing with here. Um but there was some infighting within the church and we don't have a ton of details about what exactly happened, but we do know that the result was that Cheryl and a handful of other congregants split off to do their own thing. And that thing shifted over time. Now, why Cheryl? You might ask. Well, according to everyone, she was tall, blonde, rich, and charismatic, which probably explains the sons of Norway thing. Um, she sounds kind of like lady Thor, um, but predictably, <laughs> as all cults that start out with Pentecostalism, uh, Cheryl claimed to have the gift of prophecy. Uh, those things tend to go together like uh, Oreos and peanut butter. So oh,
0: no, 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 no. Hold have on. Have you ever
1: tried Oreos and peanut butter? It's delicious. That's what the parent trap taught us.
0: No. I, yeah, I guess I forgot about the parent trap. Are we talking about Lindsay Lohan?
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Hmm. I forgot about that. And now that you're saying it, I have a distinct memory of the exact scene. I think it's like them at the camp, right?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Mm-hmm. You have. Yeah. Look, you had my interest <laughs> and now you have my investment. Continue.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, I've got a PowerPoint presentation about how you should invest those funds with us.
0: I'll give you 20000 for 10% of the company. <laughs>
1: Oh, fantastic! And by uh, company, so,
0: I mean you putting peanut butter on Oreos, <laughs>
1: on Oreos, and then eating just them. on YouTube, and then licking the peanut butter off seductively. People would pay for
0: thirty thousand for ten percent of the company.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't! I don't want to! I already know the types of DMs I get. I don't want to know what I would get if, if we did that. <laughs> i can't do anonymous amas anymore it just brings the crazies out oh, so yeah. like i can only imagine
0: yeah oh. people are wild the internet has made us horny alone and angry
1: <laughs> horny alone and angry and why are all of these elon musks messaging <laughs> <laughs> anyway from what i can tell about cheryl she was either a total busy buddy Or really good at cold reading because she would essentially arrive early at church and offer people readings about what she thought was going wrong with them. And she would kind of go into a trance and speak to people in the form of the people that they were worried about or bothering them or anything like that. Um, So I think at some level she must have either been finding things out about people or using this to gain more information about people Or cold reading. That's kind of my explanation for it. But when the church split, the congregation that went with her uh, immediately split off and called themselves something different. They wanted nothing to do with the other half. And it's really interesting to note that the part they split off from, the leader or pastor was also a woman. So I think this might be a cult breaking off into another cult. I don't know for sure Mm -hmm. um, because there's so little about the other group but it sounds like that's what it was by all accounts Cheryl was an incredibly gifted speaker and people would just show up to listen to her and she started growing a congregation of her own on top of the one she took from that other group so another former member a woman named Mary Gunderson found out about the church from a business card on a bulletin board at a Walmart (laughs) but after hearing her preach once she was hooked she and cheryl became best friends and within a few weeks she had her entire family join the group that's how charismatic cheryl is at this point
0: well it was between this and guitar lessons and look i think i made the right (laughs) choice
1: It was this, a lost dog or a number for babysitting, and I chose
0: this. (laughs) And also what some guy called licking the peanut butter off my Oreos?
1: It's a revolution sweeping the nation. (laughs) Licking the nation. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) predictably, Cheryl claimed to have a direct prophetic connection with God. Her word was law, and anyone that disagreed with her was immediately removed from the group. And she would use those threats of excommunication or shunning to lay down the law with people that she thought might challenge her authority in the future. So like before you even technically did something, she might target you to get you out. One example of this was Michelle Lanphier's daughter, Shayla. So Shayla was caught drinking at 16, and Shayla has actually gone on to appear on a couple podcasts talking about the group. She's the one who posted in some of the Facebook groups. A lot of some of the accounts of things that happened come from Shayla, even though she's not directly quoted in the article, which is kind of interesting. But Shayla was caught drinking, or I guess she is directly quoted once, but uh, Shayla is caught drinking at 16. And according to her Facebook post, which is what the article pulls from, they took her to, and I guess it's Shaylin, not Shayla, sorry. My bad. <laughs> My old eyes. Uh, they took Shailen to the backyard. They joined hands in a circle with her brothers and cast her out of the family. Whoa. Saying, <laughs> yes. Saying we give the devil permission to overtake her and bring her to his side. She is no longer covered with our covering. She is on her own and you may now take her. So essentially they threw her out of the house with that.
0: I think it's really interesting that you can see the roots of a group that started in an insurance selling business.
1: <laughs> You're they, no longer <laughs> covered
0: with our coverage. Yeah. They basically went like you no longer have Jesus Mutual Insurance.
1: <laughs> You've only got Jesus Collision, not Jesus Comprehensive.
0: Oh um, my god. I get look, as somebody who's been broke before, I've I've had to ride dirty. I could not imagine riding dirty with my soul. that's essentially what
1: they they were forcing her to do although uh it seems like shaylen has gotten out and gotten to a better place and seems to be speaking out and and getting the truth out about what happened with this group which is great Mm -hmm. so now that michelle and her family are out they look back on this time and they're like yeah that was a mistake (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right well that's good
1: which i i don't mean to laugh at that 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 is mean however Uh, I, I do appreciate that they look back and they're like, we were wrong. We're so sorry. And, and I hope that there's reconciliation there. Um, but I think it just illustrates how sometimes in the moment, especially when you're kind of swept up with a group that something can seem like, yeah, of course we have to do this. And then you look back on it and you're like, did we uh, actively ring around the rosy, shun our child <laughs> in our backyard? We did, didn't we? Okay, uh, it seems like that was a bad idea. We should maybe not do that. Uh, so that's where they end up later. But for now, they they shun her and ask her to leave the family. Now, Cheryl starts making changes to extend her control over the group. Uh, so for starters, she changes her name to Ruthven. First, Reverend Cheryl Ruthven, but then through a lot of of the articles, she's referred to just as Ruthven. And some people refer to her as if that's like a one name moniker, like a Cher or a Madonna. It's a Ruthven. Mm. So she yeah, insisted. those are equal.
0: Those are <laughs> equally cool. Yeah, you have Prince and then you have Ruthven, and, and those Prince, are on the same level.
1: Ruthven L R H. uh <laughs> That's okay. All right. So she insisted that the group stop celebrating Christmas and Easter and instead took a page out of the 12 tribes book and started celebrating Jewish holidays instead. Uh, But none of them are Jewish. Uh, Remember the whole sons of Norway thing. Uh, So this is just their version of Jewish holidays or what they believe those holidays to be extrapolated from the Bible. Now, The Western Christian version of the Bible does describe some of those traditions and holidays, but it's by no means comprehensive and also the Jewish calendar is based on the moon. So that means like they don't necessarily know exactly when it's supposed to be happening because they're not actually consulting any Jewish sources or Jewish people. So it's a bit of a
0: free-for-all. To be fair, I have a lot of people in my life that are Jewish. And uh, the way that real Jews seem to do it is by Googling, when is Hanukkah this year?
1: A hundred percent. A few weeks ago, I had to Google when Rosh Hashanah was. And it turned out it was as I was Googling it. So,
0: yeah, I you know, just I know when Rosh Hashanah is because of the Shanatollah <laughs> fucking text messages that I get.
1: Yes. So, Ruthven, at this point, Jewish holidayed up. Uh, decides to get into something new any
0: guesses (sighs) please tell me it's not theosophy
1: it's theosophy motherfucker
0: i fucking knew it come
1: on now here's what's interesting is the article uh the nashville scene article does not describe it as theosophy Mm -hmm. but everything they listed i was like oh that's theosophy that's full-blown theosophy (laughs) that's fully what she gets into so uh In 2005, their full-blown theosophy, uh, they changed their name to Moriah Ministries, M-O-R-I-A-H, Moriah, named after Mount Moriah where Abraham is asked to sacrifice his son Isaac, at which point I realized you might not know that story how familiar are how familiar are you with this Bible story?
0: I'm pretty familiar. He was basically like testing his loyalty to God and was like, sacrifice your son, gets his son up there, and his son's like, how are we going, dad? We're going to go on a fishing trip? I'm so excited. <laughs> and then his dad's like, that's right. That's right, my boy. Just just look off into the distance and think about the bunnies and before he can fucking lenny this motherfucker he uh god's like oh no no no, no. Chill, chill 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 dude chill dude it was a prank it was just a prank yes you're on you're on god's punked <laughs> I'm Ashton Kutcher, and I almost convinced you to kill your child. (laughs) Your
1: your child. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Uh, It's the like, I just wanted to see if
0: you would do it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and then God's up in heaven like, dude, he fucking did it, dude. Oh, my God, dude. This guy's fucking a simp, dude.
1: (laughs) 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 It's also people use it to relate to... And compare it to God sending Jesus down to earth because it's like he understood how painful it would be for somebody to lose a son. And then he's willing to sacrifice his son for us. It's a whole thing. It's a big Bible thing. But for that, that's what they named their their church after temporarily uh, is Mariah Ministries. Mm. Um, they also at one point were Freedom Fire Ministries. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Yeah, they changed their name a bunch, but at this point they're uh, Mariah
0: Ministries. What is Freedom um, Fire? That sounds so familiar.
1: Um, so that's there's also a group named Freedom Fire that's I believe related to Frontline Doctors, America's Frontline Doctors.
0: Oh no! But
1: there is no connection between the two.
0: Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Sorry, um, I just that sounded so familiar, and that's probably why is because I think Frontline that's fine. Frontline Doctors is. Emerged in my brain. I know their entire philosophy inside and out. And also theosophy. Like I just, I fucking, theosophy is like, um, how do I explain it? Do you remember when everyone started being like real anti-gluten and everyone was like, "No, I, I don't care. It's I don't have. It's not that I have a celiac issue or whatever. I just don't want to do gluten." And then everyone realized how much gluten was in every single possible thing. That's this fucking podcast, where it's like, I didn't realize theosophy was the gluten of religious fucking ideology.
1: Um, my my husband and I were supposed to see an H. R. Giger exhibit that turned out to be a scam. Uh, and. <laughs> we didn't get to and so instead we went to an artisanal sourdough bakery in burbank where we had uh a maple cinnamon raisin loaf that was like one of the best things i've ever tasted and then a woman came in behind us and didn't want to talk to us at all and i was trying to be cool like oh my god this bread's great like whatever and she was just like yeah and Was like so barley does that have Gluten and I was just like she doesn't know What she's asking and proceeded to just like Berate these people Making artisan sourdough by hand About the gluten content of their Sourdough but she was asking about Ingredients that didn't actually have her contribute to gluten she was like and the raisins though i was like oh my god oh my god (laughs) get the bread and go jake we just gotta go
0: and you're sitting in the back of this sourdough bakery going forgive her starter she knows not what she does she
1: knows not what she does while wearing a an hr geiger dress because i have like an alien dress i was like fully prepared for it
0: how is it a scam did you show up and it's just like no this is the hr department for geiger radiation (laughs) geiger
1: county um, and we're so- presenting
0: an art show called a leon it's not alien it's a leon, <laughs> leon?
1: hi i'm leon i'm the art show uh <laughs> we we showed up and and we weren't alone there was like a bunch of uh, there were other people there too and we were all like our tickets are for 11 and we'd all gotten reminders the night before like hey your events tomorrow at 11 like you know whatever so we're there we're early It's not open yet, and so we're like, well, okay, we're a little early, so we wait, and finally it's, like, 11.05, and I turn to Jake, and I'm like, this is weird, because, like, this is supposed to be a museum exhibit of, like, these pieces from his collection and stuff. You'd think they'd have somebody, like, opening (laughs) stuff, like, what's happening, and we can see that there's, like, a way to get inside, but it's clearly not open, you know, Mm -hmm. like, this is, there's no one there to take tickets or anything like that. So eventually at like 1110, one of the other girls that's standing out there is like, I'm just going to go in. And we're like, yeah, go ahead. Let's all go in because like what's going on. So she goes to walk in and the guy's like, oh, no, no, no. It's a private event. And she's like, oh, we've got tickets. And he's like, Motherfucker, I swear to God. what?" He's like, it's not here. And we're like, what? And, he, and we're like, this is the address. We all have the same address. Like all of the stuff we have says this address. The museum is the name of the museum up. Above us like what's happening And he's like I don't know But we've had this museum rented out for a Private event for a month and a half and it's Going through the end of the month I don't know where Your thing is it's somewhere else So we all group up And we're like did we all just get scammed Like what's happening and it's On like Hollywood Boulevard so it's Not like you know in the middle of nowhere Right and so one of the like Security people that just walks Along Hollywood Boulevard walks Up and is like are you guys here for the Geiger exhibit? And we're like, yes, where is it? Like, how are we just a couple doors down? Like, what's going? On? And she's like, No. But we she's like, I personally in the last like three or four days have talked to like 40 people who showed up for this thing and then it's just nowhere and eventually one of them found an email saying it had been postponed and none of us can find this email we finally find it in spam and it's like we're postponing till 2023 no dates attached no way to get a refund nothing and we're all like we all just got fucking scammed by this museum i think but it was like the museum we were standing in front of. So I sent them a sternly worded letter and I don't know what's going to happen. I hope we get our money back.
0: No, yeah, well you can but, always uh, dispute the charges.
1: That's my plan. Anyway, but yes, gluten.
0: Yes. Sorry. I didn't
1: <laughs> No, it's it's all good. It's a weird story. Yeah. Uh but yeah. Page
0: got scammed. Go eat sourdough I got bread. Scammed.
1: Go it's- eat sourdough bread. Theosophy
0: is the gluten of, of Theosophy religious. is the
1: gluten of religions. So Theosophy. Uh, She started to insist that they start each meeting with Buddhist meditation and Tai Chi. Okay. Blavatsky style. Uh, Then they started involving crystals and chakras and general new ageness, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Then she got really into mythology. First Greek, then Egyptian. And then she got, like, really into Egyptian mythology, specifically... The goddess Bastet. Now, Bastet is the goddess of protection, pleasure, and the bringer of good health. She had the head of a cat and the slender but voluptuous body of a woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. Uh-huh. according to mythology, every day Bastet rides through the sky with her father on a boat that drags the sun across the sky.
0: Oh, okay. Wait. Uh-huh. Yes. I, at uh, first, I was making sexy "uh-huh" noises, and now I'm making uh-huh. confused You're like,
1: "uh-huh," "uh-huh," "uh-huh." uh-huh. Um, after the sun sets and her father Ra's task is complete, she would turn into a cat to protect him from his greatest enemy, the serpent Apep. Now, uh, she has a number of nicknames, but most importantly, she is almost always known as the protector of modern cats. Uh, So Ruthven gets super into Bastet, hardcore into Bastet, and she starts to form her own mythology around cats as holy beings. Now, the article in the Nashville scene references a PowerPoint that they were able to obtain from a former member that covers one of her sermons, which first of all I know that we're in the modern age and PowerPoints are incredibly common, but getting PowerPoints from cults makes me laugh really hard. That just is a hilarious corporate thing that I find
0: funny. Yeah. Uh,
1: This particular PowerPoint, all over the place. Uh, It (laughs) had talking...
0: How many star wipes are we talking?
1: Oh, I, probably none. I don't know that she was that adept at PowerPoint, but oh, I just uh, want to
0: see one where it's like God and the, or it's like God slides in from left, uh, the devil slides in from right, and then like you hear whoosh, and then the devil spins out <laughs> off the screen.
1: Oh, we've got to kick him out of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> what are you gonna do to kick the devil out, anyway? So it included talking points about how Yom Kippur was coming up Mm. and was going to bring about a powerful karmic moon and how this could be an indicator that Judgment Day was near. Although, wisely, she never puts an end date on Judgment Day. That's smart cult, cult leader right there. Avoiding pitfalls. They also would have a pretty wild mix of songs. During their services and they would put the lyrics up so people could sing along and they would sing some famous hymns from, you know, about Jesus or whatever from the old congregation. But then Ruthven decided to bring in a few songs of her own. Also, I should mention at this point, she was also claiming to be the reincarnation of Mary Magdalene, which is how she's referred to in their songs. Okay. Spoiler uriel did it first so quit trying to bite on unarius's style but also there's a couple in australia at the same time and currently that are also claiming to be jesus and mary magdalene and they have a youtube channel and way better seo so like step (laughs) step the fuck up um
0: yeah okay i didn't i mean is it accepted that they were that jesus and mary magdalene were like a thing? No.
1: Well, it depends. Some people, yes. Some people are like they were. Other people are like she was just a friend. But you say <laughs> she's just a friend. Just a friend. Um, it ranges. Oh, maybe the, the Jews. They got, they what, got I what I, I need. need. But Mary, Magdalene's I don't know when Yom Kippur
0: is. Yeah. So I googled it, made up a death day.
1: Yep. So. Uh, here are some of the lyrics from the songs that she wrote mm-hmm. about herself as Mary Magdalene Athena spreads her wings and lifts her staff she opens up the door and says come in I recognize you you are Magdalene you have the power to recreate Eden so come in Magdalene so come in Magdalene
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure a couple people did
1: probably um But the most important part of that is the power to recreate Eden. That line about recreating Eden. That's going to come back later in a way that you probably
0: don't expect. Mm, mm, Okay. Well, the way I'm expecting it is that her pussy is paradise.
1: You have no idea how weirdly right you're about to be. (laughs) And not in the way that you think at all. Okay. So she started requiring people to bow to her during services... And there are differing reports, but I feel like I should include this because it's salacious and fun. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, they still held communion uh, and she would squeeze a drop of her blood into the communion goblet. However, they were still using grape juice and the idea that it was, st- they, they were like, we're not going to drink wine. We will drink blood, <laughs> but not wine is very mm-hmm. funny to me. But also mm-hmm. bloodborne pathogens. It's not safe.
0: Where does blood come from, Paige? The body. What? What part of the body did they get this blood from? Oh, Just
1: like a little Mondo. I'll get to your pussy nonsense, no. and and it's gonna be way more than here. Gah! okay. Mm-hmm. 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 We don't know where she. She was pricking her finger, so. Oh, thank God. In this, yeah. In this case, the blood was coming from her finger. Um. Now. Regardless uh, as to whether she was Mary Magdalene or Bastet or Cheryl, people trusted and followed her. She was the single source of truth for them. So whatever she said goes. It's very much kind of a Joseph Smith scenario where he's like, Well, I'm a prophet. And they're like, Well, you are the prophet. And then they just kind of go along with that. But then something happened that changed everything Ruth Finn's cat Eva died. And Ruthven did the only thing she could think of. She started a nonprofit. Now, Cult 101, they all love to start nonprofits. But hers was specific. She started a cat rescue called Eva's Eden. (laughs) The logo was the goddess Bastet. Now, working with animals was not new for their group. She loved cats, obviously, and she encouraged her followers to work with animals for a long time as a spiritual practice and also required everyone to be vegan because you might be reincarnated into an animal. Okay, all right, this again. You know, we can run into that a lot. But this is where it takes a turn because after Eva the cat's death, Ruthven was extremely upset and she started to enhance and change her mythology around Bastet and cats. Namely, Ruthven now believed that cats were spirits meant to guide us through life into the afterlife.
0: Here's what I'll say about that is there is a small amount of belief because I truly believe that a cat does want you to die at any (laughs) given moment. Your cat is just waiting for you to die. And I'm not talking about you, Paige, specifically. I'm talking about anyone who owns a cat at any given point, that cat is looking at you like, twenty-two days, it's a or whole, whatever. Like it's a whole it, no, lot of cats meat walking no. around. <laughs> yeah, cats are like the Shinigami, where they can fucking they see your little fucking death number above your head.
1: So, in her mythology, cats are supernatural beings, mm-hmm. uh, and they carry souls along with them. Specifically, the one hundred and forty-four thousand souls mentioned in the book of revelation and it was now their duty to rescue as many of those souls in the cats as possible so that they could then return in the afterlife and an army of cats would protect them during the battle of armageddon (laughs) simple right
0: yeah except for the part where a cat wants to do anything (laughs) helpful for you (laughs)
1: I was like, yeah, an army of cats. They're just going to run wherever it's going
0: to be percent.
1: Ask MKUltra how successful it was to recruit cats. <laughs> so the rescues started in members' homes. And the goal was to do right by cats so that they would in turn protect you <laughs> during battle
0: r- to do right by cats. i okay all right I'm, I'm still on board i'm here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um
1: yeah jellicle songs with jellicle cats <laughs> armageddon with jellical cats yes so some members say that at one point they had up to 40 cats in their homes at a time But around the same time, things in Washington were getting a little rocky. See, Cheryl slash Ruthven, uh, before her time as a cult leader, had been married to a wealthy real estate developer, and that's how she had her money. And their divorce was contentious. She claimed that he had abused her, which is entirely possible. I don't know if he did or didn't. I am not prepared to rule on that. Uh, It is entirely possible for her to be a victim of domestic abuse, but also a terrible cult leader. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. Hurt people hurt people. Anyway, she had him arrested at least once. And he kind of connected with people in her group that were growing disenchanted with having 40 cats in their houses. And the fact that she had starting to try and control their romantic relationships and dictating what, if any, information they could talk about with anyone outside the group. And so, as people started to leave, he would contact them.
0: You know what's fucked up is that, like, controlling what people can and can't do. Uh, uh forcing what they can and can't say controlling their love lives all of those are really awful but the worst part is having 40 cats in your house <laughs> and they're
1: like this is the last straw."
0: yeah i don't think she's controlling who can and can't love you i think having 40 cats is stopping you from being able to find love
1: yeah, i think at a certain point you're like how big of a cat army do i really personally need
0: Um, Yeah, I think have my mom has two cats and that's a fucking nightmare, dude.
1: I've got one. He's sitting right here, and he's you. It's really dark right now, but you can't really see. But he's kind of just like this, where Mm -hmm. he's like laying where their like spine seems to bend backwards, and their stomach is out. Anyway, so Ruthven makes a choice. She has to get the fuck out of Washington, so she moves the entire group to Tennessee. And guilted everyone into moving along with her. She actually sent them an email that the article obtained. And it says, quote, Please don't make me regret opening the doors for you to come with me to Tennessee. I'm going to start over and to have no one know anything about myself, the cult, or the church. So the fact that she refers to it as a cult is pretty funny. Uh, But also, she told them to say... That she was shutting down the cat rescue and she was going into retirement in Scotland, which honestly lie more subtly, (laughs) like try Tucson, like Scotland. Why Scotland? I don't know. But when the group arrived in Columbia, Tennessee, they instantly set up a new rescue shelter. Once former members and her ex found out, they started posting their stories on Facebook and appearing on podcasts, et cetera, to try and get the word out about what exactly this group actually was. Now, they did reach out to the shelter for comment and the shelter's basically like, no, because we keep being harassed. Um, And their SEO isn't great. You can't really find much about them online, but allegedly they still exist. And the article actually interviewed a couple people who had adopted pets from them. And they're like, I mean, that's weird, but I'd get another cat from them, I guess. Like, they were pretty cool about the whole cat thing,
0: (laughs) which I think is pretty fun. (laughs) Um, I did think it was weird that when they sold me the cat, they said that it has an extended Christ insurance
1: policy (laughs) on it. It's weird that it came with a shield, uh, but like, (laughs) you know, whatever. We named it Cat in America.
0: Shut the fuck up. (laughs) oh my god oh man anyway
1: they actually interviewed a former member uh mary gunderson who is basically like i mean the cat rescue part is fine it's just like the cult that's the bad part like they can keep rescuing cats but like just stop (laughs) like having the cult part
0: yeah, it's like, uh, it's well, 12 tribes, right? It's like the fucking Yellow Deli people where it's like, look, the sandwiches are fine. Keep if I'm the bakery.
1: On. Lose the cults.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you just started making and you can make a restaurant a fucking cult, dude, there's Cracker Barrel, there's fucking... others i don't know what else has like a cult following as a restaurant i feel Um, like
1: cheesecake factory that's why their menus as long as the bible um (laughs) yeah it could be you could make whataburger it's fine yeah it's fine
0: but that's where we'll
1: end uh with two factions one mad about the cult the other running a cat rescue seemingly mostly it's just them saving cats but There's some weird stuff behind it. And that's where we'll conclude for this week.
0: Paige, preemptively, I'm sorry about this, but if there was ever going to be a place where this insurance policy-ass cult was going to start a compound, it would be a state farm. Okay. Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Except when your cats go to live on the big farm upstate, they're actually going to fight in the Battle of Armageddon.
0: (laughs) uh Paige, i want to thank you so much for bringing this this is uh weirdly delightful <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey mccready what do you think i know you're licking your balls right now but whenever you have time to comment let me know
0: mm, mm, yes please um this is a weird question that i got and uh i <sighs> I, I don't know that there is necessarily an answer, but there's like what? There's like 7.5 billion people alive right now, maybe uh-huh. like 8 billion people or whatever. Um, the people who say like, okay, you, we shouldn't eat things because reincarnation exists. And so anything that's alive could possibly be uh, somebody that you knew or loved in a past life. How many souls are there?
1: Oh, I have no idea. I don't know, it's- but there are 600 million cats cuz I just googled that.
0: <laughs> and so That's 600 a big million. Army. Six hundred million times the one hundred and forty thousand souls. <laughs> one hundred
1: and forty-four thousand souls. Which does that mean that we only get one hundred and forty-four thousand cats to defend us? Because I'll take the six hundred million instead, please.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess that's what I was asking. Is like whenever they talk about reincarnation, it really sounds like they're only talking about like a thousand people that just keep cycling through. Um, but really, there's got to be like an insane number of souls that right. if, if everything is everything i don't know just well, and you're assuming that
1: you can't i mean yogurt includes live and active cultures so like what if you reincarnated into a live and active culture
0: that's what i'm saying the only thing i well, hope i, I don't
1: dairy so like if you're vegan you would be eating dairy
0: <laughs> i guess if i i don't i i pray that no one I ever loved has come back as one of the plants that I've owned because you have just been (laughs) tortured and thirsted to death. Anyway, I am here to talk to you about your extended Jesus warranty, and you should re-up today with a policy that'll protect you from the devil because here at State Farm, that's what we do best. That's right. Jake from State Farm is God.
1: Hold on, I'm trying to get a sound out of the cat. Cat.
0: Please don't tell my bosses that I said that. Please don't tell Jake I said that.
1: I don't know if that came through.
0: <laughs> it's pretty terrifying because the room that you're in has gotten <laughs> so dark that I cannot see you. And I just see uh, uh, McCready's. M- is that MacReady? Uh,
1: McCready's on the floor headed o- away from me because okay, I was holding him and he didn't want to be held. It's then me. I just
0: see you slightly moving and then I heard rumblings and then a cat go... Barrr. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, I'm Armando. you just listened to me be an idiot for an hour. Uh, if you want to listen to me be an idiot more, you definitely can. You can follow me on social media at Mondo Does Stuff. That's M A N D O Does Stuff. That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I do Twitch streams, and I'm trying to do them more regularly. Um, also uh this comes out in a couple of days but guess what comes out in a couple of more days that's right face jams trucked up it's a new cooking show that will be premiering on uh rooster teeth and eventually moving over to youtube i believe uh so go ahead and check that out it's me my best friend john holland and we're cooking in a food truck and we're competing against six other people there's eight total competitors you are flashing a light under you like you're telling a scary story
1: sorry i was like we've only got like five minutes left and this room is so dark and i don't want to get up and turn on the lights i'll just use my phone no, <laughs> i was like you That's are worse. you are That's fine. fine it was
0: <laughs> weirder that you were like it was a dark and stormy night yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Face Jam's trucked up. If you want more information, you can look at my Instagram uh, or you can go follow Rooster Teeth for more info on that. Thank you so much and have a wonderful night and a wonderful life and tell your cat I love them. Mwah.
1: Mwah. Uh, hey, it's your girl, Paige. I'm here every week. If you need to hear my voice more often, you could listen to Horror Virgin and Romancing the Pod. Uh, and uh, if you want to see me do stand-up, uh kind of too bad uh as far as I know uh I will probably not have a ton of dates before 2023 just because I'll be traveling a lot but if anything comes up the best way to see it is Instagram uh also I'm doing some writing over on ship hits the fan so if you haven't had the chance to go listen to that go over and listen to that and I love you so much bye
0: hell yeah ship hits the fan is great also Paige's other shows romancing the pod horror virgin also fucking fantastic Mm. uh if you want to follow our show on instagram you can at cult podcast
1: or on twitter at cult podcast show
0: you can also send us an email to cult podcast show at gmail.com
1: Or on Twitter at (laughs) Elon Musk.
0: Yes, please. If you need (laughs) anything from us, please go to our official Twitter at Elon Musk and DM us there.
1: Yes. Ask them all the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you want to send us a cat, please don't. I don't think they'll do well in the mail unless they're like a stuffed cat or a beanie baby cat. (laughs) Or some other form of cat art Well uh, that's
0: the best thing about shipping a cat In a box is that it's neither alive Nor dead until we open, open the package <laughs> Not until yeah.
1: you open the package uh, But you could send that to 3756 West Avenue 40 Sweet K number 237 Like and the, the shining. shining Los Angeles California 90065 and I'm gonna tell you Don't drink grape juice With blood in it <laughs> And don't drink the Kool-Aid Bye
0: Bye